Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to give you my predictions to UFC 281, which will be going down this Saturday. And what an interesting card this is, especially with the main event between Israel Adesanya and Alex Pereira. But also we have the co-main event, which is for the women's strawweight title between the current champion Carla Esparza and the former champion Zhang Weili. And there's also a bunch of other fights on here as well. But today I'm going to be focusing more on the pay-per-view card itself. So let's start with the main event and that's between Israel Adesanya and Alex Pereira. My pick for this fight is Israel Adesanya. I'll admit it's enticing to pick Alex Pereira for this one. He's beaten Israel twice before and yes that was kickboxing but you can't help but to think maybe he has his number. And then when you add in how this guy is actually bigger than Israel Adesanya and overall throughout media week he's been stoic and not phased by anything. It's really easy for me to make a pick for this guy I'm not going to lie but the reason why I'm picking Israel is because I feel like the narrative that's been built after Israel's past fight is y'all must have forgot. Yes, Israel did not have the most impressive performance against Jared Cannonier in his last title defense. And some may even say it was one of the most boring fights in middleweight history. And it's crazy to say not impressive because in the end of the day, Jared did nothing in that fight. But I'm trying to say not impressive for Israel Adesanya's standards. The guy who on his come up was so exciting and would put on highlight reel performances. But as the champion, that narrative has changed. Yes, he's winning these fights, and for some, he's doing it in convincing fashion, but that entertainment factor is not there compared to before. But just because of that, it doesn't mean he's no longer a good fighter. The guy is 23-1 and as an MMA fighter, while Alex Pereira is 6-1. and and that is a huge contrast in MMA experience. Alex hasn't fought at this level yet, and for him to do it so soon is not favorable for him in my opinion. Now yes, styles make matchups, and this matchup for Alex is favorable for him because he's not going to have to deal with a strong wrestler or grappler. This fight most likely will take place on the feet, and we may very well see a kickboxing match in the MMA cage. But just because Israel doesn't bring the fight down or fight on the ground, it doesn't mean he won't do that against Alex. And another thing I see him utilizing much more that he wouldn't be able to use in a kickboxing fight is the clinch. I could see him clinching Alex quite a bit in this one, pressing him up against the cage and looking to tire him out there or even bring Alex down. We said the same thing about Francis Ngannou. We all considered Francis as a striker, but then he fights Cyril Ghan and his game plan changed and it changed for the better. He fought smart. And to me, I feel like like Israel as an MMA fighter is the smarter fighter and that fight IQ is going to be a huge advantage for him going into this one with Alex Pereira. So in the end I'm going to pick Israel Adesanya to win. In the co-main event we have the female strawweight champion Carla Esparza looking to defend her belt against the former champion Zhang Weili. And let's be honest I feel like a majority of people are picking Zhang to reclaim her championship. All due respect to Carla. She's been looking very good as of recent aside from her last fight where she won the title against Rose Namajunas. But at the same time, as much as that wasn't impressive, it was also not an impressive effort from Rose as well. That was just one of those fights which was just odd overall, and it happened to play into Carla's favor at the end. But like I said before that, she was looking very good, and that included a very dominant win over Yan Nan. And that win to me really showed how good Carla is, especially with her wrestling. She is possibly 
the strongest wrestler at 115 today. And I could see that potentially giving Zhang Weili some problems. But in the end, I don't think it will be enough. Not only because Zhang is very good with her takedown defense and is good on the ground herself, but she also definitely has the advantage on the feet. Carla is not the greatest striker, while Zhang is one of the best at straw weight. And after Zhang Weili's last fight against Ioana Janjacek, where she not only displayed how tough she was, but she also got that highlight reel finish with that spinning back fist, it really told me that she was still in the prime of her career, despite her losing two fights to Rose Namajunas. So personally, I see Zhang taking this one, and as much as I hate to say that she'll do it easily, I could definitely see that happening. But I wouldn't be surprised if Carla put on a fight. Now moving to the lightweight division, we have Dustin Poirier versus Michael Chandler. And this is a fight I have been talking about quite a bit, especially leading up to this card. And my official pick for it is going to be Dustin Poirier. This is another one of those y'all must have forgot. Because the last time Dustin was around, he lost to Charles Oliveira. And it just really seemed like he wasn't going to be a guy winning an undisputed championship in his MMA career. And although I personally still feel that, especially at this point with Islam Makashev as the champion, I do think this matchup with Michael Chandler is one that plays into Dustin's favor. It plays into both fighters' favors, but personally, I think Dustin has more of the skill set to really control the action for all three rounds. But I have to admit, Michael Chandler is still a huge threat, and I wouldn't be surprised if he uses his wrestling to bring the fight down or connects with one big shot that knocks Dustin out. Who knows if Dustin is the same fighter anymore after all the damage he's taken over the years. But then again, I could say the same thing about Michael, who has taken so much damage. And then when you compare that age of 36 years old for Michael to 33 years old for Dustin, that also plays a factor in my head when picking this fight. Yes, Michael is still a tough fight for anyone, but if his opponent is tougher and has more skills, then I don't see him winning. And for me, I believe Dustin is that type of opponent. And I could see this fight going similarly to Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler, where yes, it was a fun fight, but ultimately it was clear that Justin was a step ahead while Michael put on a valiant effort and showed his heart, which I see him doing again in this fight against Dustin Poirier. But for me, my official pick is Dustin Poirier. Frankie Edgar versus Chris Gutierrez. This is going to be a retirement fight for Frankie Edgar, who is an absolute legend. And it's sad that the new generation of MMA fans don't really know what he did at the peak of his career. This is a guy who deserves to ride off in the sunset. And how beautiful would it be if he did that at UFC 281? But man, his opponent Chris Gutierrez is good. This isn't a give me fight. This is a legend going up against an up and comer, which I think is bad matchmaking on the UFC's part. At this point, give Frankie a relatively easy fight. Chris Gutierrez is not that because he is six 0-1 in his last seven, and he is coming off a performance of the night win where he finished his opponent with a spinning back fist and elbows. So with a record of 18-4-2, and and with the momentum that Chris has right now, I have to admit, it doesn't look good for Frankie, who hasn't been looking good in his past few fights. Yes, in his last fight against Marlon Vera, I believed he was winning before he got finished, but ultimately, if he's able to get caught at this point in his career, especially with the reputation he had back in the day as someone who had one of the strongest chins, it's clear that Frankie's time is done. And to put him up against someone who is coming off of a huge TKO win and has a lot of momentum behind him right now and wants to make a statement over a legend, 
this is just not a favorable matchup for Frankie Edgar. That's why I'm picking Chris Gutierrez. Next at the lightweight division, we have Dan Hooker versus Claudio Poyas. And similar to Dan, he is not getting an easy fight because although Claudio is not a big name, he has been looking very good. He is 12 and 2 and on a five fight win streak. And it's clear that he is a prospect to be watching out for in the lightweight division. While Dan Hooker, man, this was a guy who had a lot of promise at one point and many believed he was going to make a run to the title. But ultimately, after that war with Dustin Poirier, it just seemed like he was no longer the same fighter as before. And after an unsuccessful move down to featherweight where he got finished in the first round against Arnold Allen, Dan is looking to see if there's any life left for him at lightweight. So his back is really against the wall, especially with him going up against someone like Claudio, a guy who has a lot of momentum and is very good on the ground, which is not Dan's strong suit. And ultimately, I just don't think Dan is that same fighter as he once was. Yes, he could probably get a few wins here and there, but against someone like Claudio, Claudio Poyas, who has been looking very good and has a lot of promise in his career. I just don't think Dan could get it done. That's why my pick is for Claudio Poyas. But what do you think? Who are your picks for UFC 281? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in my next one.